Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the Day After Reckoning here on Ref the District. I am the stoner. Over there, that's Trev. What's up, Trev? Oh, no, Mike. What did you do? You, you... Uh, I'm always, I always mute myself and I always forget that I mute when it's time to <laughs> Right. I think Kobe just knocked my light over. But... Oh, we got all kinds of shenanigans. It's kind of like what happened on uh, Saturday on Christmas Eve with uh, Washington against the 49ers. Let's get yeah. a few things uh, out of the way first. Of course, we are sponsored by Pacers Running for every run. Go to PacersRunning.com. Check them out. They're good friends of the show. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Go to Manscaped.com. Get 20% off by using the code REF. And, of course, and there's some uh, good gear that they they have. And, of course, we are sponsored by Skybar out in Lexington, Virginia. Go over there. Check out Trev. He will hook you up with your first drink for free if you mention Ref the District. Hey, somebody got on us last show that we were – you know, that we were shills, we were corporate shills and selling out. Uh, you're probably right. That's what we do. We sell what, out. What's a corporate shill? <laughs> a corporate shill means like like we only do things uh, that the corporate people tell us to because they pay us money. Oh, yeah, we're corporate shills. Yeah, we're corporate shills. We're, we're not shy <laughs> about saying that. So, again, uh, this is Day After Reckoning. We're going to talk yeah. all about the – Commanders, 37-20 loss to the 49ers on uh, Christmas Eve on Saturday. We're going to get into all of that, all of the specifics. We're not going to bury the lead about the Taylor Heineke versus Carson Wentz versus Sam Howell debate. We'll get into that after we talk about the game. About yeah. to start this week, no doubt. We're going to talk about Chase Young's debut after 13 months away from the game. And we are going to uh, kind of just touch on a little bit about this week's game against Cleveland and what that means for the remainder of the season, what it means for this coaching staff going forward, and so much more. Trev? Yeah, dog. Hold on. Kobe's hold Kobe's on. going crazy. So, before, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our Christmas. I was going to ask Trev how his Christmas was. I want to welcome in uh, everybody who is already here in the chat. It has already gotten started for us. Yam is here all the way from Japan. He's up nice and early. Appreciate Yam being here. Metaphor is in here. Commandalorian. Let me hit that. Uh, let me hit some of these real quick. Uh, Metaphor is here. Commandalorian is already here. Benjamin Brown is here saying, sup, fellas. Our boy Mike Lee is here. Great Watubi is always here. Appreciate all you guys. Rail is in the house. Roger Arthur is here saying hail to the Redskins. And Yam, always the voice of reason. Every good podcast is sponsored. But you can tell the real from the not real. And hopefully we are on that real side. And, of course, Daniel is here. And we've got uh, see no one. Uh, appreciate all of you all here. We want to get your input into everything we're going to talk about with this game. But first, Trev, I want to ask you how your Christmas was. Oh, man, it was great. Excuse yeah. me. I've got a new computer chair slash podcast slash gaming chair. Nice. I've got a commander's bachelor robe. Oh. I'll pull out when, you know, appropriate. But um, yeah, it was great. Got my mom some cool stuff. We had some great food. We had Chinese food for um, um, Christmas dinner this year. Oh, you know, nice. Story. So yeah, something different. Why not? Just hung out, watched some basketball and football and just kicked it. It was good. That was great, though, right? You had, you didn't have just the NBA. This year at the NBA and the NFL. 
Yeah, it was that pretty cool. It was like five NBA games, three NFL games. It was nuts. Man, you, could, you can't beat that. That's a it's a gluttonous kind of day. You just sit around, you eat, you watch NBA and NFL all day. Yeah, it was awesome. Fantastic. And it's weird that it was uh, you know, that that fell on a Sunday. Uh-huh. And so that's why we're doing day after reckoning today instead mm-hmm. of the actual day after the game. Yeah. Because uh we didn't want to have game. spend our Christmas here doing this. So here it is the day after Christmas. Great day for FanDuel, and I didn't win a th- a daggone thing. So like what do you mean it was a great day? Like all those games that you could have put. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put so many bets on yesterday. Like so many. Yeah. I put a few on and came up short on all of them. So <laughs> nice. That. Uh, Trev, what kind of chair did you get? It's a GT racing chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's got speakers like, in the back. So you got Bluetooth. Did you order it on like Amazon? Is that where you got um, it? My mother get, got it to me for Christmas. So I'm guessing so. But yeah, that's where I found it was on Amazon. So. Yeah, okay. Metaphor wants you to know that robe is called a smoking jacket. Oh, okay. I get my cigars out and have one. There you go. Uh, And last thing, before we get into this, make sure you hit that like button or -hmm. hit that subscribe if you are not a subscriber. Uh, We appreciate all of you doing that. So let's get into this game. We are actually... Andy Burroughs is in Andy Burroughs checking in all the way from England. Hello, Andy. I don't want to do my accent because he always calls it an Australian accent. So I don't want to do it too much because I'll sound like a fool. Uh, but uh, good day, mate. No, that's definitely uh, Australian. So I uh, appreciate Andy checking in there on uh, Facebook. So uh, let's talk about it, Trev. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into this game. Okay. First, I want you to give me your overall opinion or overall takeaway from this game? I thought we had opportunities to be more competitive and be more into the game. Mm. Um, Maybe even a chance to, I don't know about win, but to at least make it more interesting. And to find out all the other teams lost and we were still in the same position in playoffs, we knew that kind of before the game even kicked off. So it's like, if we lose, we lose. Our position doesn't change. So, and that's weird because, I mean, you want to win. But if we lost, I accept it. I'm, I'm moving on to Cleveland. Like, I'm ready to get on to do what we have to do. So, failed opportunities. But at the, same, at the end of the day, we, we didn't move out of, playoff, the, out of the playoff picture. So That's true. We still control our own destiny. Yeah. And and technically, this team could go – could lose the last two, could go 7-9-1 and one, and mm-hmm. still make the playoffs. I mean, that would be really hard to do. That means every other team is going to be losing all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but really, you just have to win these last two games. We control our own destiny. Mm-hmm. So let's let's keep that in mind. We we totally understand that this is not a Super Bowl contending team. Right. Right. But still, you give everything you've got to get into these playoffs. Because once you get in, you just never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, my my quick takeaway overall is exactly that: missed opportunities all over the place offensively and defensively so many missed opportunities but look we know going into san francisco on the road a day early after coming off a sunday night game playing against the number one defense in the nfl a team Mm -hmm. that had won seven in a row coming in right Mm -hmm. it was a tall task and this team was in it for most of the game Mm -hmm. they were in it till the fourth quarter just absolutely fell apart this team did in the fourth quarter so you gotta, 
you got to take a little bit of solace out of that. And we got the whole Chase Young situation. He played way better than I'm you or I or anybody thought. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll talk That's about weird. Chase Young here in a little bit. But I kind of want to go quarter by quarter and okay. talk about some of the big plays that happened uh, as we go. So in the first quarter, yeah. Okay. Washington got the ball first, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would have happened? Had Jahan Dotson Ugh. caught that pass Touchdown. that he absolutely dropped. Touchdown. And then how would that have possibly changed the game? Oh, it would have changed the game tremendously. Tremendously, right? We've never seen Brock Purdy have to play with a, a sense of urgency. We've never seen that. And that could have happened early in the game. We could have came out and punched him in the mouth, let him know that, hey, we're here. Like, this is a playoff game for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a touchdown. It was the third play of the game. It was third and Touchdown. six, whatever it was. Yeah. And he threw it up one on one. And Dotson made a great adjustment, like sure. he does. Mm-hmm. Right. We we figured it out with Dotson, right? Yeah. That was a fantastic draft pick. Oh, right. Yeah. He's sure. he's Home run. he's an amazing uh receiver. But for whatever reason, this was my one criticism of him, right? And if you watch it, he never, ever, ever puts his mouth guard in. Okay? Just just keep an eye on that. Everybody here, just check it out. Meanwhile, Daniel Brown got two of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and what happened on that pass, the ball hit his mouth guard. His mouth guard that was hanging down, it hit it. Still got to catch it. Mm-hmm. It didn't, like, it didn't, like, bounce off his mouth guard and go flying out. Right, but it right. did, it did, you know – it could have caused something. I just thought that that's kind of weird. That's interesting. That he and you just watch him every time he and he's got one that hangs down. It's not one that he you know a yeah. loose one that he puts up here and plays without it. He just lets it hang down and he's running all his routes. Maybe it's uh, something he feels like it bothers DBs or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as metaphor is saying, um, you know, the ball was probably lost in the sun. Hey, I get all that. But just the opportunity yeah. was there in that mm-hmm. first quarter. Missed. Then what happens? San Fran goes right down the field, right? And they've got a fourth and one. Yep. And they tried a little option play. Actually, they had a third and one. Yeah. We stopped them on a dive play. Yeah. They have a fourth and one. They tried this little option, option with you sit, you check and uh and and McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. And we stopped them. That was nice. Right? And and so you're thinking, okay, we missed an opportunity here on our drive, but the we, defense we came out big. Yeah. Did you think at that point that maybe this defense is going to be able to handle oh, yeah. San Fran's offense? Yeah. I, well, not the run game at least. Yes, I thought so. I was like, okay, they're going to come out here and try to do all these crazy trick plays or try to, you know, catch a slip in, catch a sleep. Yeah. And then – and we and we're awake, so I was like, okay, we can maybe contain the run game. And that was before George Kittle came alive, but we'll get to that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the George Kittle situation was—I mean, it was—it was brutal to watch him running around all over the place. Um, let's not forget also that um, Saint Juice on the very first play of the game <laughs> re-injured his ankle. Yep, and we didn't see him for a while. I don't think he was 100%. He must not have been 
right? I think it was just mad because we lost. He's like, I gotta play for my guys, which is you like to, you love to hear, love to see, but I don't think it's hundred percent. Yeah, we saw him later on in the game, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I haven't seen the snap counts. I don't even know if anybody posted the snap counts yet. But uh, that whole St. Juice situation, I mean, that plays a role. And as uh, somebody put in here, uh, let me let me let me find it real quick. Cam Curl, Caleb uh, Workman is saying Cam Curl was definitely missed. For sure, it's no coincidence, Trev, that Cam no. Curl is missing, <laughs> and all these big plays happen. Yeah, and we tried to work around it by plug and play and everybody else, but they're not Cam Curl, so mm-hmm. didn't work. So you don't have Curl, and and you've got Forrest and Reeves back there, basically. So yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was a uh, it was a little tough out there with those particular plays, but after pew, the pew, 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 <laughs> down at linebackers killed us for years versus tight ends in the middle of the field. I will say this: that's a common um, common conception, not conception, a common um, what's the right word? People say that a lot. Okay, that this whole linebacker issue and tight ends kill us. Well, tight ends have not killed us this year. No, they okay, haven't. With Cam Curl in there. I think Hawkinson had a good game for Minnesota. Kind of. If you can name me another tight end that's had a big game against Washington when Cam Curl's been healthy, right? then uh, let me know. Um, but I don't think that that's actually happened. Um, all right. So at the end of the first quarter, Trev, 0-0. Zero, yeah. zero, how you mm-hmm. feeling? I'm feeling great. Mm. Feeling great. It's going to be a low-scoring game. That's what I'm saying to myself. Um, I like how we're playing. Should have scored. Should be seven nothing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the Jahan Dawson drop. Well, they a- and but they should have had a field goal they, when they, they went for it on fourth and yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So right? I like, okay, it's a good game. Yeah. Let's All right. Game. So you're so you're zero zero now. Yeah. Washington gets the ball again. Mm-hmm. They move down the field, right? Mm-hmm. And we've got first and goal at the six, right? Three straight runs to B-Rob. Mm-hmm. Get you to the goal line. Yeah. And you're fourth and goal from the goal, basically from the one. Yeah. And you ran Gibby up the middle. What What <laughs> did you think of that? First of all, were you okay with Washington going for it there? Yeah, we're playing to win. We have nothing to lose. I mean, we do have something to lose, but... It's time to be aggressive. It's playoff time. We're playing meaningful games in December, so let's mm-hmm. act like it. <clears throat> Go for it. Why not? Well, what about the theory of you're on the road, okay? You're playing against a, a superior team who's won seven in a row. Why don't you just take the three points? Oof. Then there's that. Yeah. But you're fourth and goal. You're right there. Punch it in. Yeah. Punch it in. So don't and they did Gibby. And that was a 17 play, 84 yeah. yard drive that took up 10 minutes and 48 seconds, and you got Zero no points, points out of it. <laughs> Do you think that that deflated the team? Um yeah, of course it did. They thought mm-hmm. they had the game under control. I mean, they did. 17 plays, 10 minute drive. We're at we're knocking on the door, we're right there on the doorstep, and we just can't get in. Yeah. It's like we fig- we don't know how to turn the knob and open the door. <laughs> yeah, right. And and what happens is you put San Fran at the 
one yard line. They've right. got to go 99 yards. Which, hey, the way your defense has been playing all season since one and four and the first quarter, mm-hmm. I trust them to go three and out or at least get a first down like the 10. And then I trust them to force a punt. We'll say yep. that way. So they so they worked it out to the 29-yard line. Yeah. And then on, I don't know what play, what the down and distance was, but from the 29-yard line, uh, Ray Ray McLeod. Was it Ray Ray McLeod? Wasn't Debo Samuel? It was uh, McLeod it was Ray goes Ray seventy-one yards uh, off the right-hand side, and mm-hmm. if you watch it, both Forrest and Reeves, who are your safeties, right? Yeah. Safeties are your last line of defense. Both of them took yeah. bad angles and allowed mm-hmm. McLeod. And once McLeod got past everybody, nobody's catching. And them. that's 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 Reeves. That's inexperience at that position because he's mainly used for special teams. Not saying he's not capable of playing that position because he has, but all season he's been playing special teams. He's rarely had to come in and take snaps to safety. So, yeah. And you're asking Forrest to, I mean, he's okay. He's not the greatest. Right. But still, like, so he's still growing and learning the position himself at the same time. So it's, there's that. Okay. There's Cam Curl. That's where you need Cam Curl. That's where you need Cam Curl. That's I, I agree with all of that. Or maybe even a Landon Collins. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. But of course, yeah, I mean, he's not catching anybody. Right. <laughs> we know that for yeah, sure. But the angle could have been better. Yeah. So um, so what ha- so they score, so they go up seven. And for me personally, I was like, oh, here we go. And the route begins now. I just yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. That's kind of what you thought was going to happen then. Mm-hmm. Well, so they go down and they kick the ball out of bounds on the kickoff. Yeah. So, so we start from the 40. Christmas is happening again. Yeah. So you're like, okay, maybe this is a turning for us. Yeah. Uh, but what happens? You ended up uh, punting it away. You couldn't get a first down. Taylor couldn't couldn't get you uh, very much further, but you pin no. him kind of deep, right? Mm-hmm. First play, Purdy throws that uh, interception to mm-hmm. Forrest. Yeah, the okay, now it wasn't was Purdy's fault. Nah, it was the receiver's fault. Yeah, he tipped it up a couple of times. But Forrest was there to make the play. Yep, he made the play, right? So now mm-hmm. you got new life. Yeah. We got, we got new life. <laughs> Another gift. That's right. So um, so they moved down the field, and then and Heineke's converting some, some third and longs. He is. Right? He's converting he some third and nines. A third and 14, I think he had. Yeah. Uh, this is all in the first half. He's mm-hmm. he's making plays. He's not making plays on first down and second down. No. Uh, but he's making plays, and they get down, and then he throws a beautiful ball to Dotson in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown. Great play design, yeah. right? They had three levels of receivers on that one side, and San Fran mm-hmm. couldn't figure out yeah, who all they, they need to cover. They forgot about Dotson. He snuck in the back. And- yeah, and Dotson uh, ran a great route. And then just like that, it's 7 7. Pew, 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 pew. Metaphor, common consensus. Appreciate it, metaphor. That's what I was trying to come up with uh, earlier. A common consensus of uh, uh-huh. the way people are, are thinking. Yeah. So we go into halftime, 7 7. Hey, we in this. Right. I envision us streaming live and you saying, Trev, we're in this game. We're in this game, Trev. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? We are. We are in this game. We are. And a lot of people said that it may have been 
Taylor Heineke's best half. Oh, it was. Maybe as a commander slash yeah, Washington football team. It was. Um, it was balling. I'll give he him was that. balling that first half. He was converting third downs. That pass to Dotson on that rollout that he had, mm-hmm, right? And we mm-hmm. had Bosa chasing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a beautiful pass that he threw. It was nice. Um, he did get sacked a couple of times. One time was lucky he didn't fumble it, right? Yeah. But overall at halftime, it's 7-7. Trev, you're feeling what? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling better than I was at the beginning of the game. I'm like, hey, we're in this. 49ers are – this is the game where they 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 lose. This is the game where they get sucker punched. This is the game where, you know, we show the world why we should make the playoffs. Like, this is we. This is the game. This is mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. This is Brock Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant game right here. Yep. Brock Purdy, four of nine, 55 yards and a pick in the first half. And 7-7. Seven, seven. And 7-7. Seven, seven. And you no had missed did. opportunities, right? Yeah, we did. So you could have been up more. 10-7 maybe. Yeah, or maybe 10-10 if mm-hmm. they kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth down. But either we'll way, have- you're feeling good. Uh, B-Rob had 17 carries in the first half. <laughs> Should have gone for a field goal on that fourth and goal. Then Wentz TD only needs a, a PAT. Uh, <laughs> no onsides kick down 30-24. We'll get to that. That's in the uh, fourth quarter. For sure. Um. So at, at so you come out after halftime. You're feeling good. Uh, B Rob had 17 carries. Now we talked about it last week that yeah. no running back in the NFL this year had more than 16 carries all game against the 49ers. And he had 17. B Rob had 17 in the first half. <laughs> committed to the run. Yeah, for sure. Washington was committed to the run. For sure. I don't think uh, Robinson was particularly good in in a lot of these runs. He looked hesitant. Mm-hmm. He looked like he did the first couple of games back. I didn't yeah. like the way he ran this game. No, nah, it wasn't that great. Yeah. And by the way, Gibson had seven touches. Yeah. He had five runs and two catches. Yeah, man. Give me on the way out. I'm you sorry okay with that? It, yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're good with it. <laughs> So the Niners come out, they get the ball first. What do they do? Boom, 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 right down the field. Right? Purdy like, was throwing in rhythm. He and you know what? Every throw, he had all the time in the world. We got no pressure, bro. No Deron Payne had one sack, and that was the only sack of the entire game. I think they might have had two just because they ran him out of bounds one time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is gonna right, be a yeah. screen pass, and Chase it's Young really blew up the screen pass, so he just had to run because his linemen yeah. were downfield. He couldn't even throw it away. Yeah. So technically they had two sacks, but you're right. No pressure. And he just went right down the field. And uh what's his name? Uh Kittle just killing him. It's like they were it's like they remembered they had George Kittle at halftime and, and started to use him second half. Because he didn't yeah, yeah what one catch, maybe like one target in the first half. Kittle yeah. was not utilized at all. And, and in the second half? He had two tuds. <laughs> he had two tuddies. Um, and then, of course, Washington gets the ball, and uh, they go three and out. Oh, man, second half was – Now, they, they went three and out on that first drive, but – well, I won't say but. I mean, on that third down, Gibby was split out wide right and made a move on whoever was covering him, covering mm-hmm. him, and just wiped him clean. 
and he was wide open and Taylor just missed him. <laughs> Threw it high and, and too far in front of him. But I mean, Gibby might still be running right now. Had <laughs> <laughs> so they so they go three and out, Trev. Yeah, of course. So not great. No. Um so then the next time Washington gets the ball, right? Um they're down 14 7. Yeah. Right. San Fran punts. Washington gets the ball. All right. And they get that fourth and one. This is the fourth and one I think um uh metaphor was talking about here. Okay. Fourth and one. Oh, he's talking about the fourth and goal from uh yeah. from the first, first half. half. Yeah. But they had another fourth and one. Mm-hmm. Okay. At their own 34 yard line. You're down 14 to seven. And I looked it up. There were five minutes and 34 seconds left in the third quarter and they decided to go for it (laughs) and they went with a quarterback sneak with Heineke and he didn't get it and next thing you know they've got the ball Mm -hmm. at the 34 yard line and what happens two plays later (laughs) back in the end zone you don't give your defense a chance. You put your defense in a bad spot every time and, you do that. Yeah. And I looked at that play also, and it was a perfect call for the offense because we blitzed and they had a rollout called. And it, it perfectly went against the blitz. Mm-hmm. He rolled out to his right, mm-hmm. and the, the blitz was coming to his left, the defense's right. So when he rolls out, wide open, no linebackers, I think it was Forrest that blitzed, so no safety back there. Kittle was an, was an easy touchdown. Oh, my gosh. And there were two guys wide open on that play, by the way. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, for sure. They ran, like, the same route pretty much. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the other guy wanted it and went up <laughs> and tried to snag it. Yeah. Uh, so now you, all of a sudden you're down 21-7 and you're feeling. I'm like, oh, now I'm like, yo, here comes the route for real. Like, now we're about to get blown out <laughs> on Christmas Eve. I think you might have said it's over at that point. That, was, that might have been your on to Cleveland I I, statement. Yeah, I think I said on to Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> at 21-7. I did. I did. And I thought that was a little soon. It was a little soon. Just but, the way how fast and how the way they scored, I was like, man, this is, yeah, yeah. Nah, on the way to Cleveland, on the Cleveland. So now Washington gets the ball back. Taylor throws a great pass, long pass down to uh, uh, McLaurin. Taylor didn't throw a great pass. McLaurin made a great play. Yes. I First could, of all, he was interfered with. Career. They didn't even call it. Of course not. Sec- second, he caught it, and nobody touched him, and he ran in the end zone. But that was a touchdown. That was a touchdown, Trev. They're lucky. Everyone in the world is lucky that Washington ended up scoring on that drive. Yeah, because not, that was a touchdown. That was. Yeah. It, it should have been. But McLaurin got his touchdown anyway. Yeah, right? Two plays later, he, he scored. So now it's 21-14. Right? I was like, all right, all right. So what happens? We kick the ball off. <laughs> it go, It's a touchback. And what happens? Wild Goose smacks a, an opposing player in the head and gets a 15-yard penalty. So now they're up to the, what, 40-yard line? Yeah. So they're starting at the 40. Appreciate it. Um, they had that long play by Ayuk. Yeah. Uh, it was a short pass, but he ran it all the way down to, like, six. Yep. But then the defense stepped up. And we held him to a field goal. Held him to a field goal. But just before they kicked that field goal, the third quarter ended. So it was 21-14. Mm-hmm. 
at the end of the third quarter. And you're thinking, okay, we're still in this, right? Then the fourth quarter comes. First play of the fourth quarter is the field goal, so it makes 24-14. And then we get the ball back. Heineke gets the ball. What does he do? He fumbles. Sack fumble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sack fumble, interception, whatever you want to call it. I think they call it a fumble. Uh, either way, he turns the ball over where you absolutely can't bad. do it. O-line inside your own 20. O-line was bad. O-line was bad. The defense stepped up again, forced another field goal. 27-17. Next time Washington gets the ball, second play. Heineke throws a pick. No, 27-14. Yeah. What did I say? 17. Yeah, 27-14. Yeah. Heineke Heineke throws a pick. Oh, my God. Is it first or second play? I don't remember. Yep. So Heineke's just turned the ball over almost on consecutive plays, deep in their own territory. And – and Defense comes back out. Shuts them down again. Holding to a field goal. Holding to another field goal. So you're like, okay, he's at least – the defense is at least doing their job. All right? They've had three straight possessions where the Niners have been inside their 15 and they've held them to field goals. 34. Then, Trev, they go to Wentz. Uh-oh. What, was Uh-oh. Your, what did you think about going Uh-oh. to Wentz at that point? I was hyped. I've been hyped since seeing that boy throw on Sunday night against the Giants, bro. I've been hyped. I said it's time. Yeah, I mean we're down thirty to fourteen at this point. Like it's fourth quarter on to Cleveland. But let's just go ahead, make the switch, see what happens. Yep, I was happy for it. Yep. Um. All right. So Wentz comes in, and there's nine eleven left in the game. Yeah. Okay. And he moves them right down the field. And look, he he was throwing with anticipation. He was throwing it quick at times. He was throwing it on target. Bro, he looked like an NFL quarterback. <laughs> he he now look. What? San Fran's up 16. They're playing soft defense. I don't okay? care. It doesn't matter. You still want to go out there and execute the plays, which he did. You still got to go out there and you still got to make the passes. Now we're right. not saying anything. Yes, they are playing a little bit soft. Okay. But he's still got to go out and do it. And he did, okay? And that gave hope Yep, for this team. And he, he ends up throwing – five different receivers on that one drive, bro. And threw a great pass to Samuel for oh the my. touchdown. Oh, a my. A dime. A dime. An a absolute dime. dime. An absolute dime. A yep. laser, a dart. And then, and then they go down so that we score to make it 30-21. to 21. Okay? You can't get the two-point conversion. You got sacked on the two-point conversion. What's that? 30 to 20. 30 to 20? Yeah. Was it was 30, oh, yeah. 20. You're right. Because they didn't kick the extra point. So it's 37 we 20. We went for two and we didn't get it. Went for two. We got sacked. Get it. Yeah. You know, no problem there. Um, but it would have been great if he could have got the two point conversion. Then San Fran ends up going down. They were going to kick another field goal on fourth down. They decided to go for it. They got it. And they ended up scoring a touchdown by McCaffrey late in the game. And that's pretty much the end of the game, 37-20. That onside kick was atrocious. Oh, yeah. By the way, should they have done the onside kick to begin with? No. You had time left. Um, let's see. 525 left. You're down 30-20. to 20. 
You were stopping the run for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, you were stopping the yeah. They're absolutely stopping the run, Trev. Yeah. If you look at the stats, now they had 153 yards rushing, but they had 71 on one play. Yeah, that was a very I take those I take those big chunks that don't usually happen and I just kind of put them aside and say, look, those that's not normal. That's not indicative of how they were rushing the ball. Mm-hmm. You take that away, and they ran 25 times for 82 yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a little over three yards a carry. They yeah. were not running. Their longest run, other than the one, I know it counts. I'm just saying. Right. Their longest run was nine yards. Exactly. So we were shutting them down. And just like for what it's worth, I know they still scored, but we were holding them to field goals. Like if we were scoring on offense – it would have been closer game and much much more recognizable that we were holding the field goals. But since we were down by so much, only had two two touchdowns, it wasn't anything important. But that was important. We were holding the field goals, mm-hmm. giving so ourselves ended, a chance. So we ended up losing thirty seven twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And not feeling great. A couple no. of things, a couple of notes that I want to ask you about. Okay. Um. I kind of thought it was going to be a problem, and I thought it was a problem that uh, the West Schweitzer snaps from center were consistently low. Yeah, man. Carson had throws off timing. Yeah, Carson had to tie his shoe to get a snap every time. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a problem going forward. And they're going to have to address the center position. We all love Chase Ruye. Great dude. Very good. But he's had season-ending injuries two years in a row. You can't mm-hmm. count on him. It's time Tyler to Larson. find a permanent center. Same thing. Tyler Larson, great backup. He was a great backup. That's can't right. Finish, can't finish the season. That's right. So we're going to have to get, uh, you know, we're going to have to address, we understand, you're going to have to address the entire offensive line in the offseason. We'll talk all about that. But those low snaps were a problem this game. Yep. And with Carson Wentz at 6'5", low snaps are going to be even worse than for Taylor Heineke, who at 5'10", doesn't have to go down quite yeah. much, right yeah um here's a couple of deals um what's going on with gibson why is he only pew, 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 pew. Yeah. yeah that fourth and one at the 34 yard line when taylor heineke did the sneak that's and then, all momentum was just yep and then they went right down you know riverboat ron I don't know if I if I like that. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's. I just don't like it when you don't have to. Right. Okay. It was fourth and one. You're only down seven points. Right. Okay. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Just keep plugging away. But you know, I, whatever. A lot of people like that aggressiveness. I didn't like it at that particular point. But what's going on with Gibson, Trev? Why did he have seven touchdowns and? Stopped returning kicks after a while. I think it's Dax Milne back there. I see that comment in there. I think his I think his foot is bothering him, man. I think his foot is bothering him. I think his confidence is kind of kind of shot. I mean, you got everybody's B Rob's back and B Rob's getting the bulk of the carries and B Rob's in social media and B Rob has a friend who does the big hats and you know that now the big hats have made it famous onto ESPN on and everywhere else. Like it's mm. just B Rob got shot twice and came back. He should get come back player of the year. B Rob should get rookie of the year. B Rob, B Rob, B Rob. That might take a lot, a toll on people because it was Gibby, Gibby, Gibby. 
but I think it's his foot. And I think it's some self-confidence too, because he's just not as productive as he was when he once was RB one. And now that he's, his spot's been taken, it's kind of just shows on the field that he just doesn't now we can be completely wrong. Cause we're not in the locker rooms every day. We're not in his backpack every to see his work ethic and stuff, but just based off of the game and stuff, it looks like he's not into it as much and he's, and he's banged up a little bit. Hmm. Um, was it the, you know, he had that bobble on that he one did. that maybe got mm-hmm. him in the doghouse. It might've, I mean, it might've, um, he did get, uh, pummeled on one. It was probably that one where he bobbled and tried to come out and, uh, but we just I mean, need, to, we need to address that too. Address the kick return. Yeah. Andre Carter or something like that. It's time to find someone who's done that for a living and put him back there. We cannot keep putting these players who are wide receivers and running backs and putting them back there just because, I mean, that's why we got Alex Erickson. I know like what it is, what it is, but like, why'd you get him for that reason? Just to stash him on the practice squad and put Dax Milne back there. If that's the Mm -hmm. case, you could have put Dax Milne on practice squad. No offense, but Alex Erickson is a punt returner, a kick returner. Dax Milne is a fifth or sixth wide receiver. He didn't even do it in college. And then all this talk about Jahan Dotson taking reps back there. You never see him do it in the game. At least try it once or twice. Mm. If you're willing to put Gibby back there, you're willing to put another receiver back there, and then put Jahan Dotson back there if that's what you're trying to do. Like, Mm -hmm. we just need to address Nate Kasser. He's done a great job. He got Jeremy Reeves at the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a great special teams unit that's been recognized nationally, but certain pieces of it need to be addressed so we could be a better special teams unit all at, like, at the same time. Good points. Uh, great with Tubi. Pew, 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 pew. Dang. Uh, Just, uh, you got a Christmas the- check. My Christmas bonus. <laughs> I know. Great with Tubi got paid. <laughs> He's just splashing everywhere. We love it. Um, he said it was fourth and one last week in New York side of the field, and he punted it. And that's yeah. paddleboard. And that's a good point. When it was only like a 50 50- – two-yard field goal. Yeah, that's because of the wind. Yeah, which we were at the game, and I mean, there was wind before the game, but But we didn't see anything flags moving. You're right. I mean, that's a great point by a... It's a great Watubi point. Um, Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Something's going on with Gibby, whether it's injury, whether it's confidence, whatever, but his role has been completely slashed. Yes. And we get it. B-Rob should be doing the bulk, especially against yeah. the number one rush defense. But, I mean, you got to use Gibby in that role of that, that third down back, that scat back, that, that – J.D. Whatever. McKissick role. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's turning into J.D. McKissick. But I think mm-hmm. he is more than J.D. McKissick. Mm-hmm. So I think they have to get it to him more often, but that's just not what they're doing. And, you know, like I always say – we can criticize Scott Turner, but he knows more about offensive football. He has more knowledge of offensive football in his pinky finger than yeah. all of us here in this <laughs> podcast combined. Okay. But yeah. it just, from the outside in, it just, it baffles me sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, Trev, um, let's yeah. move on to the, uh, to the big, the big thing here. All right. And, uh, but before I do everyone who's in here, if you can hit that like button, we'd uh, appreciate it greatly. And if you're not a subscriber, hit that subscribe button. All right, Trev. Ron was asked about it uh, post-game, and he was non-committal when he was asked about who starts a quarterback against Cleveland. And he said he is non-committal. Let me ask you first, 
what do you think they will do? Now, what would you do? What do you think Washington will do? They're going to name Taylor Heineke the starting quarterback. You think that's what Washington's going to do? Yeah. Why do you think that? Why do you think Washington will do that? Not what you think. I mean, not, you know, not what your opinion is, but why do you think Washington will – why Why do you think Ron Rivera is going to name Heineke the starting quarterback? Because we still have a chance to make the playoffs, and Heineke has, quote-unquote, in Ron Rivera's eyes, gotten us this far with the way he's played. He doesn't think it will be right to just pull the plug when we still have a chance to make the playoffs. Hmm. I don't think they're going to. Yes, and I don't want them to. I don't want. <laughs> I know you to. don't want to, and we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, you know what you want versus what you think they're going to do, but I want to know uh, what you think they're going to do, and I'm going to bring something up here real quick, if I can. Uh, shoot, I can't find the. Oh, it's the window. That's right, right here. I want you to check this out real quick. Okay, let me um, remove the brand here. I saw this. These are the stats for the two quarterbacks Mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're, I mean, nothing is ever going to be perfectly (laughs) the same, but those stats are pretty much the same stats. You know what the glaring fact about those stats are? Tell me. The one where it says C.Wentz, he hasn't played in eight games. Okay. And how many games is that for Wentz that you see there? That's five games. That's six. Oh, it's six? Oh, yes. Remember, he was two and four. Yeah, the Bears. It was six plus, you know, half of the fourth quarter of this game. Yep. Okay. For Heineke, that's nine games. (laughs) Well, it's eight games plus three quarters. Bro, I'm telling you. I know what they should do. I, I, but. And, and I want to hear from everybody on what they think um, Washington should do. Now we'll watch. We're gonna, we're past what we think Washington's going to do. They're going to start Carson Wentz. Sorry, Trev. Good. That's what they're going to do. I mean, sorry Good. because you said. Oh you yeah. Washington is going to start. No, I didn't want to answer that, but that's what I thought Washington will do. But now, can I give my? Yeah. Yes. I, now I want to know who you Carson. would start and why. Carson Wentz. And tell me why you're going to start Carson Wentz right now. He He's missed eight games, and he came in the fourth quarter, and it looked like he had been playing all game. Yeah. He knew the offense. He has weapons now. When he came to us, he didn't have weapons because we didn't have B-Rob. He didn't have continuity with the weapons that we had. Curtis Samuel was still coming off the injury, so he didn't know how good he was going to be. So it was a completely different team, different, you know, vibe at the, when he played he came in led the team down the field like you said i don't care if it was garbage time i saw a comment saying prevent defense i don't care they were only down two touch two scores if you mm-hmm. think about it two touchdowns mm-hmm. and two two-point converters so they weren't completely out of it and he made it interesting by leading them down the field throwing to five different receivers you see that any any other nfl game you watch you see a quarterback that distributing the ball to wide receiver three to the running back to WR1 to wide receiver two, tight end. You see that. Mm-hmm. And he came in and did that to us and led down the field and scored a touchdown. Right. Like it was nothing. You you put him in. If I mean, you, just, you give him a chance. 
You paid $28 million. He broke his finger. He wasn't benched for bad performance. Let's, let's remind everybody of that. He was not benched for bad performance. He was benched because he broke his finger. He got healthy, and we had momentum. Ron didn't want to stop the momentum. That's the only reason why Carson hasn't been playing. Mm. It's not because of performance. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, that, that Chicago game was horrific, okay, where he threw for 99 yards. It's Carson the, Winslow. We kind of know he's going to be a roller coaster, right? Yeah. And let me see. Um, the Tennessee game that even mm-hmm. though he threw for 359 yards, he couldn't get him into the end zone at the end and threw that pick mm-hmm. on third down, I believe it was, mm-hmm. that lost the game. Mm-hmm. So there's all of that that you you have you still have to consider those Trev you, you can't do. you can't just ignore some of those. But that happened early in the season. You're right. Team. You're right. You still learn the offense. Taylor does that every game. Yeah, he puts us in a position to where he has to be, be the comeback kid and save the day. Yeah, every game. Um, here's from Bonafide Picker. I know he didn't actually unsubscribe because he's laughing and he's he's a good dude. Um, Heineke played more games, more wins, pretty much same stats, and West Wentz played less games and snuck up the joint at the start of the season. So, but basically, he's just saying, I mean, either way, you're just not going to have a great uh, a great quarterback out there. But I think it is interesting that you go to Wentz now when they've kind of figured out what they need to do to make this offense run, which is running the ball more, okay? Don't have Wentz throwing the ball 48 times, right? Yep. And he's got a healthy Dotson. Yeah. He's got a healthy Samuel. Now, he had Samuel before. But, still. Uh, but he's got some other – he didn't have a healthy Robinson. He had no, Robinson he for not. two games, and he wasn't the Robinson he is now. No. So there's all of that. So I kind of agree with that. Uh, but in this particular game, as Metaphor said, again, Metaphor, must he got that big. <laughs> the D was blitzing his, him hard, and San Fran held other teams scoreless in the second half the last few games. He kept the pressure on, and the Chicago game dropped 50-yard TD by Curtis. Definitely yes. had all that. I mean, that's all. These are all factors. I can tell you one thing that we've been saying over and over and over again. Wentz ain't it, Heineke ain't it, Howell ain't it. Now, that's mostly me. I don't know if Trev – Trev still – he has a little something for Howell. I get it. Okay. That's not it right now, though. But, but the I QB think- that's going to lead this team to a Super Bowl, if that's ever going to happen, is not on this roster. I'm no, and it's not going to get here until we get new ownership, too, and, and new coaching staff. and new, <laughs> Until the – it's a whole new makeover – we're, we're stuck with these mediocrity players, which is why I think we keep Carson Wentz one more time to go through the whole sale of the team and to get the whole, you know, coaching staff front office situated on a cheaper deal. Mm-hmm. And then you go get your quarterback of the future because there's no good quarterback coming out of college. Ain't nobody worth trading for. Um, I got two words for you that, that we're going to talk about a ton in the off season. Okay, Trev. Okay. Don't, don't grab onto something. Okay. You better not be Derek Carr. I got two words for you. Lamar Jackson. Baker Mayfield. 
All right, so what are we talking about next? <laughs> Before I leave my damn we'll mind, we'll talk all about I that. Uh, believe my man, Stoner's not. I mean, Nathan's not even here, and he said Baker May. <laughs> Two good games in the, at the Rams, and now everybody wants Baker Mayfield again. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm, not I'm not it's saying coming with him. I'm not saying why coming with him. Who? Sean McVay. Uh, I hope so. Wouldn't that be, Baker ain't wouldn't good. That be amazing? Somebody can coach him. We just and that's been proven right now. But anyway, hey. Remember McVay was thinking about retiring after last year, after the yeah. Super Bowl win? He ain't coming back to Washington. Ooh. Ooh. Dan Snyder has to be completely gone before anybody even says the word Washington Commanders. Okay. I'm talking about two years. Two now. years? Yeah. Sean Ooh. McVay and Baker Sean McVay Mayfield. and Lamar Jackson. And Lamar oh. Jackson. Oh. I love it. Uh, Commander Laurie makes a good point. You'd rather lose with QB1 than QB2. And yeah, I, and so let's I, go with Carson Wentz. And I agree with that. But I was very much on the Taylor Heineke can't – you couldn't take him out those those games where he was – where they were winning, okay, because you, you're going to lose the locker room. You think he should have started on Sunday night against the Giants? Who, Heineke? No, Wentz. Wentz again? No, absolutely not. He shouldn't have started then. He shouldn't have started this week. No, absolutely not. Nope. Now they've lost basically three in a row. They've not won three in a row. You got two losses and a tie. Okay? So the Heineke magic is gone. All right? The players are okay with you making this change now. And that's kind of – What's that? Did you see that in the game? What? I don't know. Like they were, they were showing Wentz warming up and getting ready to put his helmet on. He walked over and dapped up Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas, and they were both like, "All right, yes, yeah, do." Like let's go. pretty much saying, "Like we're riding with you." Yeah. Like because they know what Carson Wentz is about too. They yeah. see they were there in practice. They probably run with them in practice. So the locker room, I don't think, has changed. Like you said, I don't think you're changing the vibe of the locker room at all. I think the locker room is going to be the same. They just want to win now. They don't give a dag on who's back there. They just want to win. Well, I think that's what. Um... That's what Rivera is doing today and tomorrow. He's getting the pulse of the locker room. He's talking to Jonathan Allen. He's Mm -hmm. talking to Terry McLaurin. Okay. He's talking to his captains and saying, I'm going to go. I'm leaning towards Carson Wentz. What do you guys think? How do you feel about that? You're probably saying, (laughs) uh, Commander's Country. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Trev. I think Rivera has been looking for an opportunity to get Wentz in there. I know he, he just has. hasn't had the chance to do he it. He wants Wentz, which is why I really think he's going to be back with us another year because this year was kind of unfair. He had a broken mm. finger, and it was it was he was benched because of that. You hate to see it, but it is what it is. Just and he needed time, play. Trev. He just exactly. needed time. Now, yeah. So just keep him one more. Bring him back one more year. But also, well, I don't know about one more year. Why not? Now, you I, I don't know about one more year. You cannot start this season with Taylor Heineke as quarterback one. You cannot do it. Oh, you no. Can't. I'm not saying Taylor Heineke. I, I don't think either of those two are going to be on this roster next year. I think Carson might. I, I don't think so. No one else is going to take him? Mm-hmm. We're the only mm-hmm. – no, no. Other teams are going to sign Carson Wentz. Other teams <laughs> are going to sign Taylor Heineke. Yeah, he's gone. We're keeping Carson. But anyways, but it's like if we do – if Carson does mess up, it's not like we don't know who's going to be there to, to help to back him up. It's Taylor Heineke. So there's no fault in that happening if we have yeah. to bring Carson once again. Just just do it. Just play Carson. Just play Carson. Yeah. And and, and I'm 
I'm about 85% sure they're going to start Carson Wentz this Sunday. Yeah. Why would you say I'm not going to name my I'm going to name my quarterback at the beginning of the week so they can get a full chance of work? If Taylor was starting, you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't. He wouldn't need a full. You were asked about quarterback change, and you said no. I haven't thought about it. It's Taylor Heineke. You've asked before. You've answered it before. That's right. And now you want to say I want the, the whoever I'm naming to get a full chance of work. Okay. Yep. So so you're good. You're good with the change if they make yeah. it. Cleveland doesn't scare me. Let me let me go through these um, uh, through the chat funny. here and see what everybody is saying. Uh, well, Bonafide wants uh, Heineke on the roster. He's not going to be on the roster next year. No, he's going to get it I back. Promise. He will never, and we tweeted this out, he will never take another snap for Washington no. the rest of his life, barring injury. That, that little win barring streak injury. he had going on him, that earned him the bag this, this offseason. Yeah, oh, absolutely. As a backup, though, or as a bridge. As yeah, a, you know, a bridge in Houston or Carolina. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, he, yeah, unless unless injury to Carson in these last two games, Taylor will never take another snap for this franchise again. No, he was done. Um, let's see. <laughs> um, if he has two good games to get to the plat, now look, if he goes and yeah. balls out these next two games, yes, that's different for next year, right? That changes things. But if he just goes out and has two Carson Wentz from the first six games of the year. No, he's not, he's not coming back. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Chris Grant says what, Wentz. What's that? He's an ND two years or one year? Just one year. Oh, okay. Yep, just the one the one season. Uh, QB one at this point. Lamar Jackson is not happening. You're right. We were just kind of dreaming might, over it here. Might happen. Uh, Let's say you get new ownership in here. And they're willing to part away with all your first round picks for Lamar Jackson. You with it? Hey, oh, I, I would give up. I'd give up the entire draft this year. I'd do a Ricky Williams, uh, you know, draft day deal. Trade every one of your picks for the, for Lamar. He's hurt a lot. I don't care. He's a difference maker, Trev. He's a difference maker. I, I'd give everything I had for Lamar Jackson. I'm not paying him for a reason though. Um, they're not paying him because he wants a Deshaun Watson $200 million guaranteed contract, and they're not willing to do that. You think they're going to pay him? Don't you give him that? Um, would I? I'd give him, I'd do whatever it takes. Absolutely. (laughs) Lamar Jackson is a difference maker, he's a franchise changing quarterback. Okay. You give him whatever he wants. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about bringing in Frank Reich? For Wentz next year, as a as I mean, a offensive coordinator or yeah, as or the OC and and bringing Wentz back. I don't care. No, I, I want young gurus. Okay, I want yeah, you young, want some fresh offensive yeah. minds. I'm tired of these re- washed rinse repeat people. Yeah, like. you want like um like the guy. I mean, we can name them all. Like the guy in since I can't remember all their names off the top of my head. The guy in Cincinnati, the guy in San Francisco, the guy in Green Bay. Yeah, like all the in LA Rams. Yeah, like we want some kind of guy. Shane Waldron in Seattle. We like Ken Dorsey, Buffalo. Like I agree with all of that. Frank Reich just had him in his pocket for 17 games last year and it didn't work. So why would it why would it work in Washington? (laughs) Um Yam is saying there's a lot of rumors about car. I don't think car is going anywhere. Their car is gonna be available. 
And we'll talk hey. about that in the offseason. That might be your quarterback next year as well. Absolutely. Maybe back up, but. Um, Lamar has a ceiling called the playoffs. Uh, I tend to disagree with that. Good to see you back there, back here, uh, Doug Ford. Lamar's overrated. I think that's crazy. Yes, he's gotten uh, injured the last few years. Um, injuries, we'll see. I, yeah. I would uh, definitely sell the farm for Lamar. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jimmy G's going to be, be available in the offseason for sure. So but, but, we'll see. We, we have seven wins with Taylor Heineke. Do we still want seven wins with Jimmy G? Is that a big difference? I think Jimmy G gets you more wins. I think Jimmy G is a good quarterback. But we'll get to we'll get to all that in the offseason. We'll talk wait. about all these uh quarterbacks. Maybe even we'll talk about Daniel Jones, but keep him a hundred miles away from my team. Yeah, thank you. All right, Trev. Yeah. Let's uh let's get to hang on, let me uh find it. Um I gotta get wait, what where is it? Banners, maybe? I don't know where this stuff is anymore. Because Nathan, oh, we didn't even say anything about Nathan. Not yeah, me. Not here. <laughs> Nathan is not here. He is traveling once again. He'll be back Wednesday. It'll be Trev and Nathan on Wednesday because I'll be traveling on Wednesday. Jeez. So, you know, it's the holidays. Yeah, this it is. is uh, this, that's kind of how things are. You're going to be in Viva Las Vegas. I'm definitely going to be in Vegas. So that's dope. we're going to see how that goes. How come I don't have the go-go's and no-go's? Are we going to talk about Chase Young before that? Good call, Trev. Let's talk about um, Chase Young. What did you all think of Chase Young's performance in this game? Trev? Phenomenal. Phenomenal? Phenomenal because... Relatively speaking, or was he phenomenal? He was... I mean, Joey, Joey Bosa was... Phenomenal. That's expected. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Was Chase Young phenomenal? For his first game back after a horrific knee injury, putting him out 13 months. He didn't get a sack, which I didn't think he was going to get a sack. I might have said dollar dollar just to make it spicy, but realistically, <laughs> I wasn't thinking he could a sack. And I thought he'd be on the pitch count 10 to 12 snaps as reported. That man played up until the end the fourth quarter. Pass deflection, chasing down some running backs, getting mm-hmm. off some blocks. For what it's worth to be expected, I think he was phenomenal. Because I expected he was supposed to what? Just get out there and get the feel for the game again probably and try and make a play here and there. But that man I, thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. For, for what he did? I mean, for, the, for him to be activated, what, how many weeks, six weeks ago? Yeah. Keep putting off, keep putting off, keep putting off. They did the same thing with Curtis Samuel. He came back. He made a catch or two. Saw him tweak the groin again. Went right back out. Chase Young, you saw him come out there, get after it, pass deflection, look to the sideline, said, no, I'm good. Thumbs up. Stay. I'm good. Like, that was awesome to see because he's our number two guy. He's our franchise, quote, unquote. So, mm-hmm. Phenomenal for what was expected. He exceeded expectations, I think, in his first game back. Okay. Metaphor said he balled, right? He said he balled. Almost got the pick on that on that tip. Uh (laughs) TJ uh too nasty for you said he played a seven and a half out of ten. It's his first game back. Well, okay, so so that means relatively speaking, he played well. Yeah. 
Um, Chase, not so great. Good, not great. Gus said uh, it was okay. He was a good run defender. He didn't sack. <laughs> phenomenal, Gus Bus. <laughs> not phenomenal, he said. Um, uh, after a while, you could feel when Chase was not on defense, every big play, the Niners, he wasn't on the field. Boom. Going up against Ch- Trent Williams. But not, thank phenomenal. you. Thank you. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Great with Tubi just splashing. Making it rain. Uh, if Chase does not have a Bosa like season next year, is he a bust? Uh, you should be a game record pick number two. I 1 billion percent agree. You should be yeah. a game record yeah. as the second pick. None of You know what I get tired of hearing? I get tired of hearing when people say, well, yeah, he's doing other things that don't always show up in the stat sheet. Well, yeah. well you know what? That's what second-round picks do. Well, yeah. That's what third-round picks do. The number two overall pick <laughs> should be a game record, like the Bosa brothers, I like the Von Millers, that. like the Watt brothers, uh, all those guys. I mean, Bosa's got Nick Bosa's got 17 and a half sacks, I think, this year. I mean, he was just killing uh, – our offensive line this week. Yeah. Just wreaking, wreaking havoc. Wreaking, <laughs> wrecking, wrecking. Oh, man. Um, let's see. So let's see. Um, he, he was, was the highest player. Defender. Yeah, I was going to say the highest rated defender on PFF. At but you know what? Like that. He didn't change the game. And that's well, what your number two. Now, look, this is his first game back. So yes. I will say, I will say, relatively speaking, because it's his first game back, <laughs> I will give him that he played well, phenomenal. But as <laughs> what you need from him, it was it was a good game. I'll give him I'll give him a a, a good game. Um, Chase was being asked to come off the field, and he waves the coach, coaches off. And Yam says that's a win in his book. Look, I think he played. I think he played well. Um. Well, you got that, and then you've got C. No one says I agree with Trevor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, all right. Go so, Chase played well. Uh, we have our, our he- uh, Heineke versus Wentz versus Howell debate. Nobody's saying Howell, right? Okay. No. Let's get to go-go's and no-go's, Trev. Okay. Let's do go-go's first, and I don't think I have banners. So, wait, maybe I do. No, I don't. So, Trev, who is your go-go for this game? Carson Wentz. Hmm. He played half of a quarter. Yep. And he is your your go-go. Yep. The man has missed eight games due to a broken finger on his throwing hand. Comes in in the fourth quarter, 11-play touchdown drive. Like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Like it's nothing. No duress, no stress. Complete command of offense. Found five different receivers. He played quarterback. Go go. Okay. Um, <laughs> Scotty's flow state says go go Dotson. Now Dotson had a really good game. Yeah. I can't give a go go to a guy who drops a pass. A <laughs> Stunner is harsh today. Yeah, I can't do it. I mean that Dang. that was such. He came back and caught one for. Yeah, he did. Down, and he right? came back and he played and he played well, but you know. Uh, metaphor says uh, Chase, Wentz, and Jahan. Um, command this. That's our, our boy Steve, Dev, up, and 
Oh, I always forget it. Steve Dev and and I can see him. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, go check out the Command This podcast. They're they're awesome. It's usually Steve that's here. Steve will tell us um, who their third is because I apologize. I do check them out all the time, but Phil. I just don't. Phil, Phil Credible, my bad, because he's incredible, but he calls himself Phil Credible. Uh, so, yeah, go check them out if you get a chance. Uh, check out their show. Fantastic dudes. I believe they just got over their thousandth subscriber. Congratulations to them, and they are fantastic. Uh, yeah, and Yam wants to know when y'all are streaming next. Um, let's see. The sun was in his eyes. I don't care. It's a football game. Catch the ball, please, right in your hands. Um, Trev, you're breaking uh, breaking the heart. He's a good dude, but I can't agree on Wentz. That's okay. Scary Terry and Chase for Luke for your go-go's. My go-go, I yeah. really couldn't come up with anybody, uh, but I will go with uh, McLaurin. McLaurin <laughs> made another incredible catch. Uh, he made a couple uh, uh, catches. I can't let's see what his stat line was. Find a go-go. Uh, yeah, it was tough. Um, McLaurin had four for 77. And what a touchdown. Six for 76. So they had a very comparable game. Curse um, but Jahan dropped that one, man. It just it killed me, man. Pew, 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 pew. Great Watubi. Splash and wait. Hold that up there a little bit longer. <laughs> um, change the podcast to Commander's Phenomenal. <laughs> Love it. He played phenomenal. Uh, Phil's forgettable because his name starts with the name is the same as Philadelphia. All right. Um, so you had uh, you had Wentz as your go go. I had yeah. McLaurin as mine. Uh, who did you? Who is your no go? Offensive line as a whole. Yeah. No offense. I know they happen. It's part of the game. But we can't stay healthy as offensive line, and we can't pass protect as offensive line. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm not saying if Taylor Heineke would be a world beater, but he'd probably be a little bit better of a quarterback, to be honest. If he had some better pass protection. Same with Carson Wentz. I mean, nine sacks in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. He might have taken a couple, yeah, but you'd rather him do that than turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. So that, but. That's just Taylor getting beat up all year long. Quarterback hits after quarterback hits. It's just O line is bad. It needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. First thing, I don't want. Uh, we don't need receiver signings. We don't need the splashy signings. We need the good splash offensive line signings. Multiple. Yeah. yeah, I don't think. I think it's really easy to say, you know, that Scott Turner is horrible. That the offensive line is horrible that Heineke is horrible, that the linebackers are horrible, that the DBs are horrible. It's easy to say all that, but I don't think any of them are actually horrible. Right. But if Scott Turner has a hard time making or you know makes some bad play calls and the offensive line makes mistakes and Heineke makes mistakes and the linebackers make mistakes, then it all gets amplified very much. So my no go is um, I'm probably gonna go with. Gosh, I hate to do it, but uh, John Dotson. 
No, I mean, he played very well except for that one play. He even had a huge catch that didn't count because of offsetting penalties down the sideline. Yes. Uh, which was a great throw by Heineke, by the way, but didn't count. Um, I'm just probably going to go – I'm going to agree with you, Trev. I, I, it's just the offensive line was just not good. No, man. There was no holes. Now, look, they got the number one defense. I get it. But it's ha- they did the same thing against on Sunday night. Yeah. That's that fumble on the on our one-yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big shout-out, Command, this podcast. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Big nine ninety nine super chat. Uh, his go, their go go. I say them uh, is Wentz, Jahan, Chase, and Terry. No go. Scott Turner, Taylor, and Mister Unlimited. Oops, wrong game. Unlimited. That's uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, we are back tomorrow. Yeah, I'm celebrating my birthday tonight. Winding down with some ref the district. So Steve says they will be back again tomorrow night. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to Steve. Uh, appreciate you guys checking in, and for the nine ninety nine super chat, we'll be over to check you guys out later as well. Yam wants to say uh, happy birthday to Steve, of course. Uh, see, no one says no goat is Riverboat Ron's decisions. Those fourth and ones, I'm used to those now. Yeah, Scotty's flow state says Leno's a no go every week. He's, he he hasn't been great, but look, it's not always his fault. It's not. Get a tight end over there and help him out. Thank for you. Out. Leave Thank them back you. in the backfield to help them help them out a little bit. Yeah. Chip yeah. these guys, these ends, these edge rushers that are destroying you every time. But yeah, these we do need different. We need a better O line because we can't keep asking guards and tackles to play center. We can't do it. Right. It doesn't. It's not working. And look, people didn't want to pay uh, Brandon Sheriff. Should have paid him. We we said that was one of their top three priorities in the offseason is pay Brandon Sheriff. Whatever whatever that amount was, you, you just gotta pay him. Now what's he doing? Going to the playoffs, probably. Yeah. With Jacksonville. Sitting in first place in the division. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh Dougford, big shout out. It's his birthday today, too. Awesome. And uh yeah, if if Scott uses a tight end, uh it's it's better. Than a one on one with Bosa. I totally agree with that. I mean, you got to help him out. I mean, they had, they did have, I believe, Logan blocking Bosa one on one. I mean, we, we had him in position to block. He didn't do it, though. All right. So, real quick, let's let's get to these. Um, and the no uh, goes a tight end room, too. What's that? No goes tight end room, too. We got that's got to be addressed offseason as well. I think it has been addressed. Go get your it's tight just end. injuries just beat him up this year. Armani Rogers, or Amari Rogers, I can never yeah, remember. Yeah. There's an Amari and an Amani. Cole Turner, I'm waiting for him, bro. Wow. He's been I a know. disappointment. Right? Even though he was, what, a fifth rounder? He had so much upside. He was, his camp was, he was a talk of camp. Yeah. All right, anyways, dollar dollar. Uh, yeah, and, and Yam said Sheriff. Wanted too much. Um, yeah, he hasn't been amazing, but I promise you he's better than what's been there. He's better than Trey Turner. And if you got to pay him, you got to pay him. Well, you're going to say the same thing about Deron Payne when he's playing for somebody else mm. and he's playing okay, you know, mm. for uh, the Houston Texans and getting paid $20 million a year and teams are running up and down the field on us because we don't have Deron Payne in there. 
You just got to pay guys sometimes. You do. All right. You just like you just bullet. have to pay them. Dollar dollar. Trev said that Heineke was going to have two interceptions. You were specific. You didn't say two turnovers. He had two turnovers, but only one was an interception, and that one was close. It was actually a fumble that was caught midair, but it was definitely a fumble. So Stoner and Nathan won that one. Stoner said Purdy was going to have two turnovers. He only had the one interception. He almost had a second one, but he didn't. So Trev and Nathan won that one. Stoner said that B-Rob was going to have 25 carries and 80 yards. He got very close to that. He'd had 22 carries and 58 yards. I liked the commitment to the run game. But sometimes it was like, yo, can you can you call a passing play? <laughs> yeah, like, right. These five straight runs ain't doing nothing. They carried the ball. They ran the ball 33 times, but for only 79 yards. That's two and a half <laughs> yards, 2.4 yards per carry. So we all said run the ball. It. Yeah, I know we said that, but come on. Yeah. Be smart about running the ball. There, is that better? Yeah. And I thought they ran the ball pretty well at times, but man, they had a lot of losing, you know, yardage plays. Fred Warner is a that's I mean that whole defense. That's what you want your linebackers to be like. It's Fred that's right. Warner. That's right. He's Stop making guy. excuses for the guys you sign yeah. or draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they, they, when they say the hell out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um Stoner and Nathan both said Chase Young would have over 12 plays. He had like 30. Mm -hmm. So, Trev, you lost a dollar on that. Damn! (laughs) Stoner and Nathan said Washington would have at least four jet sweeps. They only had one, I believe. So, Trev won that one. And then (sighs) Trev said that Fuller would have an interception. Kendall has been quiet ever since he had that one pick. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a good thing when your corner – when. You True. don't hear much about your corners. That means they're not getting True. burned. The only time we hear about them is, is penalties on kickoffs. <laughs> That's right, which Wild Goose had. Get them out of here. I mean, all John the things Boston we talked about penalty. with Ruye and Larson and some of these guys that it just seems like they always get hurt and miss a ton of games. The same thing as St. Juiced. He missed a lot of last year. He's missed a lot of this year. Yeah, so – I mean, Do you, you just gotta us, you look for us to upgrade a cornerback this offseason, too. You have to. I mean, you're gonna look at it and when we get to the offseason and what your priorities are. But I mean linebacker, uh cornerback, offensive uh, line, tight end, offensive line, and of course the big one is quarterback. Right? We're gonna figure that one out. But but for sure, as tougher guy says, uh right. was missed big time. I have a question real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, man. Will the offense look any different on Sunday with Carson Wentz in there yes, now? Yes, it with, will. With a healthy B-Rob and others. Yes, it will. I think you're going to see a lot quicker passing game. Okay? Because Wentz has the ability to get the ball out quick and on time, and it's not going to float. Right. Okay? He can make anticipatory throws – that Heineke just doesn't seem to either want to make it or they don't call the plays for it. I don't know what it is, but he goes back, and if he doesn't throw it right away, you're in trouble. Yeah. And Wentz will throw it right away. Now he's going to take some sacks. He's not as mobile. He made a really nice play when he was getting sacked. Oh, with the flip out? That's Patrick Mahomes stuff. Yeah, that was really nice. 
right? That's where Carson Patrick went, <laughs> But when he, you know, on those bubble screens, he gets it and he rips right it, on. right? And it's yep. not something to where it takes – look, that fraction of a second that it takes – for the ball to get there when Heineke throws it Matters. compared to Wentz, that's a Matters. huge difference. It is. So I think you're going to see that. And I know you guys are going to talk all about it on uh, on Wednesday's show as we preview mm-hmm. the Browns game. At home, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. the Hogs, celebration of the Hogs. And we're going you guys are going to get all into the Hogs and that whole debacle. It's going to be there. <laughs> a debacle, as uh, yeah. Nathan likes to call it. Um <laughs> Yes. And uh, uh, Hawk TV is just jumping in here. He'll be making a video on this. So I'm making my rounds. Did Russell Wilson make a mistake not coming to Washington? Russell no. Wilson got $200 million. He didn't make any mistake. And he went to a very good team, which we thought, well, on paper it was. Let me tell you something, okay? The uh, Too soon prediction, whatever you want to call it, Russell Wilson's going to be just fine in Denver next year. Yeah, Nathaniel okay. Hackett's gone. He's going to have They're somebody. They're going to get in. a new coach, okay? Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. KJ okay. Hamler. Just fine. That defense, Patrick Sertain. Oh, well, Chubb's gone, but Randy Gregory. Like, yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah, they're gonna. he's going to be fine. He's going to have a huge bounce back here next year. Don't worry about that. Just like the commanders. Trev. What up? Any last-minute thoughts on this game? I'm more disappointed in the Giants game, more hurt in the Giants game than I was this game. Only because our playoff position didn't change, literally. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge difference. And I know you, I hate to be like that because you always want to win. We didn't get blown out. Score was worse than what the game really was, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Agreed. You take away those two George Kittle completions for touchdowns, we're in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because we're missing Cam Curl. So, like, it went the way that we thought it was going to go, a loss. Playoff position still there. Um, I'm more hurt, like I said, because the Giants, because we put ourselves in a worse position to make the playoffs, a more pressure position to make the playoffs than if we would have won that game and lost this game. We still would have been even more like not worried about it because we would have been up a, a game against the Giants if they are on us. So whatever. But I'm fine. I'm on the Cleveland, beat Cleveland. Dallas will probably rest their starters against us. So. That's probably a dub there. Uh, I think it's important. It's important to say that that the destiny is still in our own hands. It is, man. We all you have to do is win these last two games. That's it. And they're both at home. You don't have to travel. No travel. No distractions out of town. That's right. No, No different weather. No jet lag. No different time zone. You're at home. Win. And and if you don't win these last two games. Oh. Okay, the all hell's gonna break lot. It really, it really is. You can't be sitting there at seven, five, and one. No, and only have to win two of your last four games, and you, and don't if win you them lose all. three out of four at least. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see a whole new coaching regime. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna blow up. It's going to blow up. Yeah, absolutely. You have your team in positions for for postseason football, and you you don't get it done. You can only you can't get past seven wins in three years here. Yeah, it's... and an, and an eight eight and one isn't going to do it either. No, yeah, you can't have seven wins, then seven wins, and then eight wins in three seasons and expect to keep your job. 
especially when you have seven wins a month ago and end with seven wins two months later. That's, that's bad. Right. That's that's exactly that's, right. That's really bad. So, but we'll get to all that as as <laughs> this off season hits and I kind of can't wait for the off season to start because it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I think this season's going to be wild for real. It, it's it's going to be very unpredictable because the sale of the team is is going to throw a huge monkey wrench into it, and whether or not that's going to play a part in whether or not you keep your coaching staff too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might have to keep them just for the them. fact that you don't know who the owner is going to be. Ooh, I mean, I real quick question, and before yeah. we go, yeah, man, you keep JDR or do you keep Scott Turner? One coordinator has to go. Well, if one has to go, you got to. I mean, the defense has clearly been a much better unit than the offense has. So Turner would have to go. And I wouldn't have any problem with that. And like I said, he's he's knows more about offense in his pinky finger Mm -hmm. than we all, all of us here all together know. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean he's the right man for the job here in Washington. So he would have to go and you've got to start fresh with a new guy. Because presumably you're going to have a new quarterback too. So you're going to have to kind of start all over. Mm. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason. But before we get there, we got to get these two games. We got two games and a wild card game. We're going to do a wild card game, Trev. This team is going to win at least one of these two. I love that. And I think they're going to win both of the last two games. I love that. Now, I thought they were going to beat the Giants and I thought they were going to beat the 49ers. So, what do I know? Well, we should have. We should have beat the Giants for real both times. Four and I was expected. If I look back at all my predictions, I believe I'm 0 for 15 or whatever (laughs) it is. I don't think I've gotten a single one right. Uh, I'm terrible at predicting these things, and that's why I don't gamble that much because I'm not very good at it. But, you know, you can look at a game and you can break it all down. You can look at everything and make a prediction and just be completely wrong, or you can be completely right. Who knows? If every if I was a great gambler, then I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be doing a gambling podcast, right? Right, and giving out winners, and people would be paying me to give them winners. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not good at. It. I want to, uh, yeah, thank everybody who has been in here. I mean, so many people are here. Make sure you all hit hit that um, like button. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Yam, Sean Walker's here. Metaphor, see no one. Bonafide picker. Uh, Jonathan Smith is here. Uh, Gus Bus, of course, all, all the same folks that are always here. We appreciate Tougher Guy, of course. Hawk TV was in here. Uh, did I say Gus Bus already? Command This mm-hmm. Podcast was here. Of course, our guy, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, Great Watubi, who was just splashing cash everywhere. Appreciate that. Elion L was here. Um, Scotty's Flow State. So many of you all were here. I can't get to everybody, tougher guy, uh, but we appreciate everybody's here. Make sure you all hit that like button, uh, like we said. And we'll be back again on Wednesday, Trev, because sure like will. you said, what did you say? It's on to, uh, it's on on to Cleveland, Cleveland, right? It's time to put all this bad stuff that happened this weekend and start focusing on what's important now, which is the next game, yeah. getting into the playoffs. And we and already – go ahead. I was just going to say, none of this, um, you know, we're going to finish with eight wins and just miss out on the playoffs and have the 18th pick instead of tanking and getting the 12th pick. You play to win every single game, and wherever you end up, that's where you end up picking and make the right pick. Okay? You can have the first pick, and you can botch it. 
You can have the mm-hmm. second pick and botch it. You mm-hmm. can have the 19th pick and hit a home run. Just look at all the quarterbacks who are in the playoffs. Look, they're relevant, and look what he's doing now. That's Look, I didn't want to get into the whole Purdy thing, okay? You'll never hear of Purdy again after this year. No. <laughs> okay, he's he's not that guy. He's doing his job. He's just doing his job. He's doing his job, and he's doing it well. I'll give him that. But uh, you're never going to hear of, of him again after this year. And don't think just because Ron hasn't announced publicly who the quarterback is, the team doesn't already know. The team already knows for sure. The team knows right now. They're already going over plays, already in meetings right now with Carson Wentz, whoever's starting. They're start they're they're already working on it. So the focus is there. And who is it? Carson Wentz. I hundred percent agree. And and we'll see what happens. Again, Nathan and Trev will be here. Tomorrow. We'll we'll be here on Sunday. Sunday. On Wednesday <laughs> at 7 30. Uh, for our next uh, for our next show to uh, preview Cleveland and to get ready for that particular game, it's a home game. One o'clock. Um, it's uh, it's the Hogs are coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, they might not be there, but they're going to introduce the Hog as the mascot, um, and that's why it's in the news is because they're not going to be there because they're getting their trademark infringed upon. That's that's for Wednesday when uh, Trev and uh, Nathan will be here. So, again, hit that like button. We appreciate everybody who's in here. Trev? Yeah, dog. Until next time. Oh! We say yo to Nathan. <laughs> oh, Nathan. Up, Nathan? Just right as we're end. leaving. Right. <laughs> just as we're leaving. But maybe Nathan can uh, put in the chat, until next time. I'm waiting for Nathan to say I am too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he can put it in there. But anyway, uh, okay. Oh, there it is. Until until next time, be a fan. See you. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.